When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime on this Sunday night. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by TrueMav Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMavFitness.com for your first workout free. The new way to work out for the new you. TrueMavFitness.com is where you go. And the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands, Amanda J. has you covered. AmandaJGentry.com is where you can find out how she can protect your constitutional rights. So, preseason finale for the Tennessee Titans. They end up getting a win over the Patriots. Um, You know, we're going to talk a lot about the quarterback situation tomorrow, probably. And obviously, roster cuts will officially have come down Tuesday, so we'll have a full show reacting to that after the 3 p.m. Central Time deadline. But with all of the things coming out of the preseason finale... You know, I think a lot of people had some things uh, set in their heads. One, for example, is that Malik Willis was kind of, you know, automatically the backup quarterback. Now, Mike Vrabel didn't really put it that way, but I do think that there's enough cause to think that Malik Willis will be the backup quarterback come uh, week one. In the meantime, though, I want to start with your Two Rivers Ford take on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch if you want to get involved. Uh, In the comment section, I'd like to know which player on the Titans roster will be the most surprising cut to you on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. That's your Two Rivers Ford take. We can uh, get into it together right after I remind you that Two Rivers Ford makes your Two Rivers Ford take possible. They are the preferred car buying experience. DeAndre Hopkins, a customer at Two Rivers Ford. I am Coach Mac, Ramon Foster, Don Davenport. Middle Tennesseans over 40 years have been customers at Two Rivers Ford because they do business with honesty and integrity. Get your new or certified pre-owned vehicle today at tworiversford.com. So your Two Rivers Ford take will be the most surprising cut on the roster. Uh, we honest, uh, John Vargas says, hey, honestly, I'm happy to see the progress from Malik. Clean up the turnovers and we can have a McNair 2.0. Well, let's, you know, the guy just played in a preseason game. Don't don't put him in the same category as a player who went to a Super Bowl and was a co-MVP. That's complete, you know, that's a complete, no reason, no reason at all. In fact, I really hate that. (laughs) It's a comment just because there's no reason at all to operate in those extremes. Don't even put him in the same sentence as McNair. For what? You're doing the guy, uh, you're doing the guy, uh, a disservice when you completely project that way. Uh, Stephen King says any of the quarterbacks, Buck was wrong about three quarterbacks. We'll see. Uh, you know, I maintain, um, I maintain that the quarterback situation is more likely than not going to be three quarterbacks, but yeah, it's just hard for me to imagine another scenario. Like the only other scenario that makes sense is if they were to cut Malik and sign a veteran while keeping Levis on the roster and still do three quarterbacks. 
but even that seems like a bit of a stretch right now. Uh, no alerts is Haskins. Hassan Haskins is a surprise cut. I don't know that I would be surprised about Hassan Haskins because I had to think about this myself. And it's a, uh, you know, that's it's a tougher question to answer. I think that uh, of the cuts that they made today, just to kind of, and obviously we'll talk about the kicker more specifically, that's going to be the most dramatic one. And, and there will continue to be transactions as the uh, as the week gets further along. So they cut today, Michael Badgley, uh, defensive back LJ Davis, wide receiver Gavin Holmes, offensive lineman Jack Johnson and James Murray, and tight end Justin Riggs. So that was the extent of the cuts that they announced officially today, who will be the surprise cut on the roster that we are not expecting. Uh, Michael Smith says Dal will be the most surprising cut. Again, I don't... Um, you know, Dal is not would not be a surprise. He's a seventh round pick who's not, you know, he's not better than any of the uh he's not better than any of the guys that would beat him out for a regular season roster spot. He's not better than NWI, he's not better than uh Chris Moore, obviously Burks, Phillips, Hopkins. Um now Phillips' situation, right, is the curiosity and who that wide receiver six or seven is depending on how many how many they end up keeping Dow though I don't I don't think Dow like I don't know that Dow would make the roster over Kiris Jackson for example Dow is a good practice squad candidate I think he could get through on waivers Trippin Titan says Dow looked good on Friday night well Mike Frabel said he he uh it took him a minute right I think he was a little jittery he was playing at home he's a Titans fan he knows where he sits in the stadium when he's been growing up going to growing up in Lebanon going to Titans games like it was a an electric moment for him. And he was really, really, it was cool to talk to him about it afterwards in the locker room. Um, and he did, you know, but like he looked good. He, he was the leading receiver with two catches for 49 yards. So like, let's not, let's not get crazy with looking good. Right. Um, that, that should, you, you need a higher bar than if, if that is your standard for, for looking good. Michael Smith says Phillips should be cut. He's not going to be, uh, William Jones says, uh, Jocks Patrick or Jock, I don't know if it's Jacquez or Jocks Patrick, but, um, you know, certainly he's he's trying to make the case to make this roster. The numbers are just complicated at, at running back right now. I think Chestnut would be uh, – I think Chestnut would make um, would make the most sense to keep of the running backs who are kind of on the chopping block. But I think that uh, uh, – I don't know that uh, Patrick would be a surprise – necessarily I think there's a you know I think there's a couple of different players that you could look at but one that and you know I think there's a pretty good chance that this guy ends up making the roster but if if we came down tomorrow or Tuesday at 3 p.m central time and you told me that Caleb Murphy the edge rusher out of Ferris State had been released I wouldn't be surprised and I'll explain to you why right after you hear from Caleb Murphy uh, when I caught up with him in the locker room on Friday evening. I think the Lord has put me in a position where, you know, uh, I'm grateful for everything I have, you know, so every opportunity I've had, you know, I'm going to continue to, you know, thank him and uh, continue to put my trust in him. You walk out of here pretty confident tonight? Whether it's here or somewhere, confident. you're going yeah. to be somewhere in this league? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's always been a known thing, you know, no, no, no matter how I get there or when I get there, you know, I'm going to be some, something somewhere at some point. How, how much did you appreciate the opportunity that you got from the coaching staff? Sorry if you already answered that, but kind of extended one for Oh, no, yeah. Uh, I love the coaches here. You know, they, they looked 
they see me. I came in here. I was probably a deer in the headlights when I got here, but you know they they took their time. They were patient with me, and you know they they uh, helped me, you know, build my craft and just work on some things that I needed to. So I'm very thankful for the opportunities that they've given me. Specifically, like working with Coach Crow, what have you kind of taken from him so far? You know, Crow Crow has showed me how violent I truly can be. Uh, I'll say that for sure. Um, He's one of those guys, you know, you just get juice from him uh, coming in and out. So, you know, he helps you with your confidence, just walking in and out, uh, all those things. I mean, Crow, Crow is a great coach, great teacher. So, you know, I listen about everything he says. So that's Caleb Murphy. And uh, Michael Smith says, I don't see him getting cut. You know, the question is, who's who's going to be surprised, right? A lot of, I think you guys are naming some obvious names. Caleb Murphy is, it would be, a surprise to see him cut, but I also think there's precedent for a move like that. He's a good football player, and I think that you need more pass rushers. Uh, you need more pass rushers than not. Music City Malik says, "Why would Vrabel give up on him? Four sacks in three games. Well, again, don't don't scout by sacks, even though he is consistently." finding ways to get to the quarterback. Sacks do matter to an extent. It's not the best measure of an individual pass rusher, though. Now, maybe he ends up on the 53. It's entirely possible that he ends up on the 53. But I'm explaining to you why I why I think he could be out here in just a second, right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands, they mean those words. They've practiced in Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties in the great state of Tennessee. Amanda J. and her team are there to protect your constitutional rights. A lot of us can be ignorant of what our constitutional rights exactly are. That's why the team of the law offices at Am- of Amanda J. Gentry are there to help you. Wherever justice demands, they mean it. AmandaJGentry.com. So why I think he could be a surprise cut for no other reason than they keep a pretty tight rotation at outside linebacker. Typically, if you go back through the years, if you go back through the years of uh, the Titans under Mike Vrabel, they don't usually have more than three outside linebackers, like pure outside linebackers on the roster. They have Danico Autry, who plays outside or rushes outside from time to time. They obviously have Weaver, they have Harold Landry, and they have Arden Key. They also have Sam O, who can play down defensive lineman, but also can fill in as an Autry backup. Now, is we is Murphy, for example, more valuable than Sam O? I think that many of you would make the case. I think he's a higher ceiling player. It's a matter of, all right, Can he play special teams? Because the fourth pass rusher, if they're going to keep a fourth pass rusher, is probably going to be at the expense of a defensive lineman or an inside backer who might be a better special teams player. I don't think that Caleb Murphy would get through the waiver wire. I think Caleb Murphy would be snatched up by another team. And you can't keep all of these guys, try as you might. Uh, But I think that typically, I think that typically, uh, you look at uh, you look at how the Titans have handled their outside linebacker position, and three players specifically outside linebackers, not front seven guys, but three outside linebackers is usually the way that they go. 
Uh, Dreamaholic says, Buck, what are you talking about? Well, I've literally just articulated it. Are you a poor listener? Are you, uh, are you having a, are you having a slow evening? It's Sunday night. I would forgive you if you are, but I believe I've just pretty well, uh, or pretty, um, specifically articulated my point there. Uh, so I can say it slower for you if you prefer, but uh, if you're asking me what I'm talking about, I've literally just explained to you what I'm talking about. So I would say to you, keep up. Um, I think that when you look at this, could you make the argument for four outside linebackers? Yes, I think most of you would. But it's almost like it's almost like Ryan Tannehill not playing in the preseason until Friday night. He played in the preseason. It's the first time that he's done it as the starter under Mike Vrabel. What did Mike Vrabel have him do? Mike Vrabel handed him had him hand off the ball three times, then took him out for the rest of the game. Typically, Ryan Tannehill doesn't play in the preseason under Mike Vrabel. Typically, the Titans don't keep more than three outside linebackers on the active roster under Mike Vrabel. Doesn't mean that it can't happen, but right now, um, you know, we have precedent to go off of. Caleb Murphy makes the decision more difficult, and that's a good place to exist. Uh, Trippin' Titan says, what was the deal with playing with Dillard playing so long? Well, I wrote about that at adzsports.com. You can go check that out. If you like Mike Vrabel and the challenge uh, specifically that he issued towards the offensive line, um, I think we uh, we can look at a couple of different uh, those three plays were a waste. Says Kenny Hill talking about Tannehill. Well, not if the not if the objective, which I'm convinced um, was their objective, was to sell a few extra tickets for a Friday night preseason game. I bet they I bet they brought in a few more people or got a few more people to buy preseason Titans tickets just be uh, just because it had been out there for basically the entire day that Ryan Tannehill was going to play. So I think it got a, a few more people in the building than might otherwise have been. But other than that, yeah, I don't think that was a particularly tough, particularly, uh, particularly effective exercise or particularly useful exercise. B French says, is Caleb Farley making the team? Is this too soon to talk about? Well, uh, I imagine that he's going to be on PUP, so he doesn't take up an active roster spot. Now, um, the it, I think the the term or the the designation is reserve PUP, and I'll look. I'll uh, give you guys a, a more specific uh, definition of how that is managed once the regular season begins. So, if placed on the reserve PUP list for the regular season. A player wouldn't count against the active roster, but would uh, but would be required to f- sit out the first four games of the season. So Farley would Farley and Raidens probably both fit that designation. I think that Caleb Farley and I would imagine Dylan Raidens would both start the year on the reserve PUP list. Uh, Raidens making more progress on the field. Farley. Um, you know, obviously with his, uh, with his family situation going on his uh, his disc, the, the disc injury in his back, as he continues to rehabilitate that PUP is probably the most likely designation for those two. Uh, but let's, uh, let's talk about kicker. A lot of you guys are, uh, are, are commenting correctly that the Titans are without a kicker anywhere on the roster because they cut the only one that they had today. So the question that I want to ask you is what is your level of confidence in the Titans kicking situation? We will discuss right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. Get your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. Nobody puts you in better position to physically succeed than the folks at TrueMath Fitness. Their coaching staff is awesome. You're going to get 
an individualized approach, even if you're taking the group classes. If you, of course, like personal training, you will get a more individualized approach as you look to improve your physical fitness. Whether it's for your health, for weight loss, to build muscle mass, to uh, tone, whatever your desire is, TrueMath Fitness can put you on the correct path. Get your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMathFitness.com. So what is your level of confidence in the kicking situation? I cut Michael Badgley today. Uh, Mickey Ryan, my uh, dear friend and colleague at 104.5 The Zone, put out this tweet about the kickers under Mike Vrabel. It's almost like, you know, the stat about Colts starting quarterbacks uh, in the last couple of seasons, how they've had something like seven or eight starting quarterback, different starting quarterbacks to begin each regular season since Andrew Luck retired. I think it's seven or eight. Uh, It's a pretty substantial number. But here are the Titans kickers since Mike Vrabel started here in Tennessee. Ryan Suckup in 2018. Suckup, Santos, uh, Santos, Santoso, Parkey, Joseph. So that's an additional five kickers used in 2019. In 2020, it was Sloman and Goskowski. In 2021, it was Badgley, then Bullock. In 2022, Bullock, Shudak, Lambeau. In 2023, Shudak, Wolf, Badgley, and now soon another name to be added to that list. So that is, you know, a couple of these guys are repeat offenders. Shudak, Bullock, and Suckup have all kicked for the Titans. Badgley, too, I guess, have all kicked for the Titans in multiple seasons. But that's still 12 kickers from 2018 to the present. It appears that they don't care. So if you're asking my level of confidence in the kicker, it was zero. But you guys know knew how I felt about Michael Badgley as soon as he got here. I didn't think that dude was long for this, uh, long for this job at all. Uh, basically, as soon as he landed, and Mike Vrabel and the coaching staff apparently agreed. And I thought his post-game comments were, were frankly, just kind of weirdly uh, nonchalant. They know you're better than, than what they showed you. You know, obviously, I think a lot of stuff speaks for itself in what I've done in, in regular seasons. Um, you know, uh, so we'll see what they what they feel, and that's out of my hands. Michael, just how do you feel about kicking game today and obviously the missed one you probably want back but what'd you what'd you see on that one that uh, there's no explanation just missed yeah. it uh you know uh, I, I wouldn't say I, I kicked my greatest today um you know some went in uh missed one uh but uh <laughs> it's you know it's pretty self-explanatory you know I wish I obviously I kicked a little bit better today but you know I was happy with how kickoffs went just missed it So, I mean, you know, to an extent, what else is he going to say? Yeah, I just missed it. But I think it's the smirk. It's the laugh. It's the, uh, (laughs) you know, I think that dude knew knew that he was going to be short-lived here as well. Um, But, you know, maybe maybe the the uncomfortable or the sarcastic chuckle afterwards. It just, it didn't seem, it didn't seem like he cared too terribly much whether he latched on here or not, which is, not exactly what you want. He was nervous and giggles, says Chris Young. I mean, maybe like some some people do laugh when they're nervous, right? Some people laugh when they're uncomfortable. That may be just something like that he was, uh, you know, that he was just trying to get through the awkwardness of, hey, I know you're going to talk to me about getting cut potentially, and 
I've been through this before. I don't know him like that. He's not been here. He's been here twice, and I haven't. He hasn't been here long enough for any of us to uh, get to know him. But it did feel like he knew that he was gone one way or the other. And uh, if you're asking for my level of confidence, my level of confidence is a zero in the Titans kicking situation. Stu, this is a free site. The best thing that I saw on the internet this week. The question that I want to ask you is this on Facebook. YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, Not scale of 1 to 10 Vandy scoreboard situation, but what I want to ask you is what was the best thing that you saw from week zero of the college football weekend? Notre Dame, USC, Caleb Williams, uh, Sam Hartman getting involved, Vanderbilt and Hawaii obviously uh, participating. Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch what was your favorite moment from week zero of the college football season because college football officially back in our lives. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com. Get your dream address without the stress. The Intel Edge you need to succeed can be found at GaryAshton.com. What was the best thing that you saw from week zero of college football? For me, I don't think there's any question that it was the Vanderbilt scoreboard situation. So I'm going to throw that up there again. This is Vanderbilt Stadium. I think it's First Bank Stadium uh, are the naming rights, and they are still under construction but had to play a football game there this past Saturday night. Now, you know, if you lived in Nashville that we had some storms, we had some lightning. Uh, So Vanderbilt was not only delayed for lightning, their stadium is not done. Their scoreboard is being held up by two cranes as it blows in the wind as what is probably the biggest lightning risk or lightning strike risk on the field. Oh, I see that. This It was laugh out loud funny to see that on television last night. Now, ultimately, Vandy went on to win the game. Uh, so congratulations to the Commodores on, on starting their season 1-0. and But uh, they made it a lot closer than I think people thought they would against Hawaii. Hawaii had a really big night against an SEC defense. I know Vanderbilt's secondary is bad, but um, yeah, I, didn't think, I didn't think they were going to be that bad. Okay, that's going to do it for us tonight on the Primetime Show. Roster cuts and quarterback conversation tomorrow. Radio show. We're going to dive into the challenge that Mike Vrabel issued to the uh, first team offensive line. You'll hear from him about Andre Dillard and why he played so late into the game and about the quarterback situation behind Ryan Tannehill, which is apparently still up in the air. Have a great rest of your evening. We will talk to you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. Are you surprised to hear that? (laughs) Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit and i was in miami with my new beach house well it was a couple minutes from the beach it's been 20 years since then we haven't been too strong in the last few years oh we've been strong we're just playing by the rules you can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show